When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, just a sec, Hayden. I just got to scroll through your photos quickly. Oh, what, what, I just, just got to see what kind of person just, you are here. Just don't, just don't go any oh. farther past there. Oh, I, hold on. Oh, just no. a sec, Hayden. Zoom I'm in gonna, on that one. I'm going... I'm going <laughs> Why I'm do you go. have so many pictures of your cat? I don't have a cat. Hey, why do you have... <laughs> Whose cat is that? There's like 600 pictures of a, a cat. Okay, Hayden, one sec. I got, there's one photo I got I to gotta bring out here. Well, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of screenshots yeah, there. Yeah. Put it up on the screen. Put yeah, it up on the screen. So Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Is that my cat? Gonna make a real difference. Hayden, is that? Feed the poor and heal the sick. I don't even know what's on my phone. <laughs> I'm looking what? at some of this. I'm, I'm like, saying. what is, what is yeah, this? It's in your camera roll. Yeah, what? I don't understand what? stock footage I got oh on here. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Why'd you take a, a screenshot of a stock hey, photo? What's in your photo booth? Don't, I don't even want to look what's in your search history. <laughs> that can't be good. All right, settle down, Mike. I mean, Chippy. Yeah. The Hey, Jared, don't make me go through yours. Oh, I got... What kind of stuff you got in there? You would put oh. that... You. There's only so many pictures of rainbows and, okay. and smiling, happy kids. And you'll be like, you know what? You know what? Don't this ask, is too soft. Don't ask to go through mine. <laughs> I'm a family man. I got pictures from a wedding that I went to. I see what kind of person you are. I mean, okay, who would get in the most trouble from Babcock? Go. Okay. I got some hockey picks. That's I do have pictures of uh, my, my Guys, I don't even three-year-old petting a cat. Look how cute this like, is. I'm scared to look through mine because I don't even know what I got in there. Mine's like, mostly... I don't even want to... Like, I'm going to... I told you, look, a, dub, a double back, rainbow. Guys, I'm... I got a double rainbow right there. You see that? Mine's mostly pick like videos from the podcast. Yeah, in clips. When my Ch- truck, when Chippy goes through his, his hey, when, I'm I, when, I, when I'm like protecting my screen right now, to yeah, make sure he tilts the phone. He tilts the phone. Okay, got, let's get no, into I got, it. I just got videos. The biggest news of the week: Mike Babcock sitting down with the players. Hey, uh, let, let me look through your camera roll. I want to see the type of person you are. That is crazy. Like. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not showing anyone my photos. Not that there's anything crazy in there, but let's, I'm not giving anyone my phone. Let's like, take I, when it. When someone takes my phone and yeah. I don't have my phone, I'm nervous. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the messages I got. I don't know what's in there, but <laughs> I don't want anyone. It's, it's it's personal. This is essentially the same feeling as when a police officer rolls up behind you while you're going 85 and an 80. Not, you're not doing anything wrong. You feel like you're doing something but wrong. You're though. just like, ooh, you get the creepy jeebies, right? Yeah, like your like in my opinion, like your phone, like your phone is like everything. About I mean, you. Like, picture like fifty years ago before cell phones or whatever, and you're on a hockey team, and your coach is like, "Let me just see your journal. I want to see what type of person you are." Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like let me, let me read your deepest thoughts and your everything. Like, you know what I mean? That like you've created by like that's crazy to me. So when this news first broke, 
I thought, oh, maybe like it's just getting taken out of proportion. Like he's sitting there, he's he's like getting. Well, that's older. how the media portrayed it. They came they out. Tried they to... came out and said, "Oh, like oh, it was all good. It was normal." Like, okay, was... so let's let's try to make this as normal as possible. Coach sits down. He's like, "Oh, you know, how was your summer? Did you do anything interesting?" Like, "Oh, you, like, you know, I've been asking some of the players. Show me a few photos of like what you did over the summer." That's fine. Is that fine? Like, you, you're I, yeah, asking like, someone to show you photos. That's well, it's like it's a little weird. Still, a, I wouldn't. Like, I would. Or I don't know. Like, I feel like yeah. Like, you have to be the I'll one. Be like, saying, yeah, I'll, I'll send I'll you show one. You some photos. I'll send yes. you one. Yeah. But like, no, no, yeah. Yeah, you have to offer. Like, I'll offer to show you photos. Then it's not weird. Just ask me what I did. You know what I mean? Just ask yeah. me. Oh, I just, you know, I was, you know, with the family. I yeah, was... why do you have to show, you know? Yeah. Like... It's it's like you're prying that. And once you're like, oh, show me your photo, your photo, you know, let me see your little yeah, what do you got in there? Roll. What do you got in there? Then it, you're prying. Now, that's getting weird. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I don't know. Like, if it, I feel like if it's like your buddy, oh, show me some photos of like your trip to. But, but even then, like, oh, did you take any pictures? And that's the invitation for him to show you. And it, it, right? you're not. Yeah. I could yeah. picture Babcock. Did you take any pictures of your family? <laughs> Let me see the type of person you are. Let me see your photo roll. So it's still weird, even if you just directly ask, "Can I see some pictures?" Like it's it, 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 if they say they go on vacation. Oh, do you have any like photos from your vacation? That's fine. Yeah, you say, "Did oh, you take any?" But photos? he's like, just in general of your like family or he's, whatever. It's kinda... He's specifically asking each player. Like, it was um, a planned thing. I'm going to ask each player to see pictures on their camera roll. Like, he thought that through and thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah. Like, I didn't think okay, it was weird. So, I, I think it's fine if it's, like, a vacation. Oh, do you have any pictures from your vacation? Yeah. Do you it's want gotta to, be natural, though. But, like, to share... Yeah, it's gotta be natural. First of all, it's gotta be natural for sure. But it's when you touch my phone. <laughs> I don't I don't want anyone's hands on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's my phone. That's my property. Yeah. No one is touching my phone. Thank you very much. <laughs> if I'm showing you your phone, I, I like I, I, when I show a photo, the the phone stays in my hand. Yes, and I'm zooming. Yep, there's, there's, there's like one of my, you're in control. I'm in control of my phone. It's, okay. it's one of these. It's like scroll, scroll, select. There, yeah, you like and that I'm, one? And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll show it. You know, I'll show it. But you know, that thing ain't no, okay. that, that ain't leaving my hand. Don't Thank even you very much. That's staying there. I'll give yeah. you. Because I don't know what the next photo is, okay? I don't even know what the next photo is. And, and don't even, like, don't even lean in closer. Like, yeah, I'm going to hold like it at the stay, distance stay I want. Yeah, the distance, exactly. <laughs> There's distance control, too, when I'm showing someone, like, like don't get too close to this. Outside of arm's reach. Yeah, because I'm not sure, yeah. I'll like, adjust the brightness if you if you ask. Exactly. Have you ever Have you ever asked to show, like, your parents or your grandparents a, a photo? Oh, my dad would just grab and my like, phone. And, and then they're he, like, they're like... Hold on, I can't see it. They grab and their glasses and they zoom. snag the phone from oh, you and yeah. they look my, at it. My dad knows the zoom button. Like he knows like how to, so he'll like he'll use his fingers, yeah. but then like it will like go from the photo that he was on to now the complete camera roll. Oh yeah. no. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, Dad, give me that back. I, <laughs> hold on. This is this is exactly how it goes. You show someone a picture and they need to see it because they're like, but blind. you hand it to them and it and it exits the or, photo or something. Or the re, the reflection, whatever, right? This is what everyone is doing. So I'm hand over chip. Hey, check yeah, out this like, picture. Hey. Your your hand is now hovering you're waiting and <laughs> and if they so much as touch anything yeah, on that like, screen it's and, it's then, like, and then and like, then you go yeah, oh, well, let me see. <laughs> yeah. You are the zoom out yeah, yeah it's the zoom out it's the zoom out is crazy they, they yeah. go to pinch they go to yeah, touch and now, now the whole like there's like everything's just there one photo there's like 30 photos now that they can just kind of like and you are ready to snatch oh, that man. phone from oh, their man. hand. But just picture Babcock takes the phone and then just goes and leans back in his chair. Like if he has so, that yeah. thing for three minutes. Like imagine how much stuff you can look through in three minutes. Like well, three so, minutes worth of phone time. He can go into someone different else's apps. Phone? He can read your text I feel, messages. I feel gross if I have someone else's phone. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't even want to look. Yeah. Like if I don't, I'm not taking anyone's phone. I don't even want to know what you're doing on there. That's something for me. 
Yeah. That's that, that's all you. Like, I don't want to even know point. what you got in your phone. I don't want to look in your messages because I'm going to feel like I'm invading privacy. That's Maybe. a like, really good point. I if don't someone, know. That's just me, though. If someone handed me their phone to look at a picture, like, oh, yeah, we took some pictures. Scroll through the camera roll and, like, take a I'm look. not even I'm taking like, their phone. I don't even want to touch your phone. You I, know I, what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what you've been doing with that phone. I, I would carefully look while they're in the same room. And if they get up to go to the bathroom, I'm turning that phone on and exactly. putting it down. Putting it down. I'm going to put it down. <laughs> That's another one. People that are like overly trusting giving you their phone. Yeah. That throws me off too. <laughs> if you're overly trusting giving me your phone, hmm? now I'm a little bit thrown off. <laughs> Just long press the camera app so that's all I have access yeah, to, like, to. Like take like, a picture for like, you. I'm something. sorry. Like if you're like just throwing your phone, giving it up, like that might even be a little bit of a of a um. What's like? What am I looking for? A red flag? Mm, yeah. So Do they want me to find something on here? A yellow flag. There's, no, there's so someone's got. There's caution. something on your phone that you don't want people to see. I don't care who you are. So what really threw me off? <laughs> what really threw me off? Because I thought maybe it's just a misunderstanding. He's like the creepy uncle. He's just so socially awkward. He doesn't realize he's being weird, right? Like he, he's just like, oh, let me see some pictures from your camera roll. But he doesn't know that that's like creeping people out. Like maybe he just, you know, has some sort of yeah. Disorder or something where he's just not good think, around other I people. I think he's got some sort of uh, like hiccups with his perception of like um, what's okay to interact with people. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he didn't he like major in psychology or something? So I think he's like trying to think, okay, how can I get as close to possible as these people? Well, well, and he li- takes yeah. it a little bit too far. He's just trying to, I was a lot too far. I was sometimes. listening to the yeah. TSN pod um, Overdrive. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a complete like power. Tri- like uh dynamic because as soon as like he's well, looking, he's, he's as, soon as, he, as soon as he finds something on there though yeah now he's like one up on you mm-hmm. so now it's like oh, that's just rude. he has yeah it's like it, it was like the marner situation where uh, he, he made marner make that list and now he can now expose that list the whole like he that's you know just I mean? if, if you don't up. listen to me like i'm gonna go expose that list to your teammates right i'm gonna go expose you yeah if you don't like oh now that i have this photo mm-hmm. i can now expose you and it's it's a complete yeah. power that's so psychological messed up. game that you're playing with. Yeah, someone. that's what I mean. Like, because he has that knowledge. But does yeah. he know he's doing it, or is he like? We know psychology too here, over here on the puck guy. We know the psychology behind this too. Like, I think he. It, I think he's got it in his head. Does he think he's helping? Like with that whole Marner situation, list all the players and how hard they try. Right? Okay, sure. No, it's no problem, power game. Right? Power game. And then he power takes game. that list and he he's like, okay, I'm really gonna motivate uh, Nazem Kadri by letting him know that Marner says he's the laziest guy on the team. Right, he does. He has to think that he's helping because he wouldn't try to like nuke his own team. He's not trying to yeah. sewer his own when team. When you get right? fifty sheets, your 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 mind goes a different way. You're like, I'm getting paid fifty mil by the org. Yeah, I can't be moved. I'm gonna get paid regardless. Anyways, what I can do whatever I want. What really set like said okay, yeah, that was wrong. Wrong is something that based, uh, the article came out and said that he was alone with another player's phone for like three minutes. I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, that's like racy. It's just yeah. obviously off. Just for because you guys, we just dove right into it. But yeah. for anyone that I mean, anyone that hasn't heard the full stories, living under a rock, or just doesn't stay up to date in the summer, maybe. But we should like summarize kind of like we waited way happened. too it's long. Okay. To it's start okay that. if you haven't heard. It's okay <laughs> yeah. if you haven't heard what happened. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if you're in the dark, Mike Babcock, the new coach, now non-coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, wanted to get to know all the players in the team. So he's like, hey, he sat down each player one by one in his office. This is from what we've heard. I wasn't there. You know, it's all hearsay. And, you know, and he said, hey, let me take a look at your pictures. Let me let me see your camera roll. Let's scroll through and see what type of person you are. And apparently he had their phone in his hand and was just scrolling their camera roll. <clears throat> so... 
Yeah, it's offside. Awkward. And some weird. players, the more like the veteran players were okay with it. They reacted. Yeah. They reacted that it wasn't an issue, and they came out and said that right away. But the issue that was more of a concern was with some of the younger players that were yeah that, that can't come out and speak and don't have the voice yeah and like yeah, and if they don't if they don't if they don't if they feel uncomfortable and they don't feel like sharing it with him they can't say no because everyone else did it and he's the coach yeah so. and he's the coach and yeah. you're trying to make it into the league and the power dynamic yeah i've got yeah. a great takeaway from this he's gonzo he's gonzo <laughs> i've got a great takeaway um because he might have, you know, did this with the older players, more comfortable with. He knows that they went on family vacation, this and that. And the guys go, oh, yeah, sure, check it out. And then they hand it over because all they have is pictures of, like, you know, their fun family vacation. Right? Right. And then they're scrolling through and they're having a good yeah. time. They're chatting. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like photo roll at 18 versus photo mm. roll at 30. A different roll. A little different roll. Okay, different. you're a little bit more mature at 30. 18, you're still prone to some mistakes. Let's yep, be honest. Yep. Like, everyone made mistakes at 18, I, I, 17. I never had a camera roll at 18, but I can only imagine you're, you're screenshotting little things for later. And <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, you're just not, at, like, it's just you're at a different point in life. You're still learning about you, yourself. There's You might see your friend in an embarrassing situation. You take, like, 600 pictures of it yeah, just to exactly. <laughs> laugh at later. Yeah, you don't think of the consequences maybe as much at, at mm -hmm. 17 when you're in high school and the group think mentality and yeah, there's definitely some yeah. imagine one of the on players that. had like a, a screenshot of a, of a Snapchat from one of the other players that was of Babcock, like making a joke or something. <laughs> Could you oh, yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah. like one, one of the players text him. Oh, like, my oh my gosh, yeah, look at this idiot. Go through the text messages. Yeah. Probably went exactly when uh, the, the announcement came, Babcock's announcement came out. Yeah. Go through the exact date of the match. Did you see who just became our coach? And then <laughs> Oh no! And then the guy said, "But that's what I'm saying. Like these 18-year-olds, oh, no. they're, they're going to take a screenshot of that. I'm they're going to make quit. They're going to make even a meme. Asking for a trade now. Yeah, exactly. Get me out of here. <laughs> Screenshots it and then sends it to all his first friends. First we had torts. Now we got Babs. Oh my goodness, yeah. boys, out of here. I'm looking for my first plane ticket out of here. So yeah. But oh, we should mention that uh, um, Paul Bissonette was the one that said it on their podcast. Yes, Chicklets yeah. podcast. That's how it became public knowledge to begin with yeah because some of the players confided in biz yeah and then he revealed it on the podcast like, dude mike babcock he's so awkward he's asking to see my camera rolls you should mention that on the pod <laughs> yeah and then Bro. yeah biz just reads the tweet or the the text and and uh he just he ended babcock's career so yeah babcock um he didn't get fired he decided it's best to resign. Yeah, which I would say I'm I, sure. I would say Biz Biz didn't. I think he did it to himself. Oh, of course. Like, I would yeah. say yeah, B Big Biz. Yeah. He just was like, I'm just gonna put this out. He here. took the players. You side, do right? yeah. You yeah. you do what you want with this, but we're not gonna let this fly. No, because yeah. we're done with this guy. And to be fair, Biz came out after Babcock resigned and said that it was never his intention to get Babcock fired. No. He was just he's just going to bat for the players, and he's saying that he doesn't want people and the media to keep questioning the players about it. He wants them to be able to focus on hockey now. The right coach is in the yeah. position now, and they can go into training camp without any more hiccups and don't they don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, basically. I think it's important for the players like to have, you know, like a player's pod that's going to stick up for the players if something like that's happening. Yeah, we can like do that, that for easily, some that players, That easily could have just been under the rug. <laughs> yeah. And just no, no, no one said anything. So, like... I'm sure it's happened. Busy. Big, big, Babcock's big, probably been doing big, this for decades. Nasty. 
He's been doing stuff like that for decades, and it's just never been yeah, a problem. exactly. Because no one's came out, and there hasn't been a platform for them to comfortably speak out against Back it. Back right? in the 90s, he's like, let me see the film from your camera. I'm going to go get it developed, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to look th through all the, the photos that you took on your Polaroid camera. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave them booklets to fill out or something <laughs> like that. Let's, let's play a game right now. Like everyone, Herb Brooks, you know? Everyone, everyone visualize <laughs> the worst photo you've ever taken in your camera roll. Oh, I got it right now. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Let's play a little game. Everyone, what, what's the worst thing you've ever taken a photo of? It's a, it's amazing. Maybe, maybe don't think. Let's about go that. around the room. Yeah, let's go I, around the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you have it, show it to everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually sad because it was on an old phone and it didn't back up or anything. And I wish I still had that phone because I, I want that picture. It's chair, <laughs> relax, chair, classic. Oh no, it's, it's just something that was uh, super embarrassing for my brother, and then I, I would oh, just okay. want to show him every time I see him. Hey, Ryan, remember this? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, there's a few drunken photos that yeah. I have of my friends oh, that exactly. be incriminating, or that they have of me probably as yeah, well that like, I wouldn't want getting. Out I, was, there. I mean, like the, the high school days are like so much different. Like yeah. you know what I mean, and that's these kids. You know, they're coming out like beginning of the league. They're from high school. Like you just got out of high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the stuff like in high school. Like I'm trying to forget about. It. I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to grow from that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't my best days. Okay, <laughs> those weren't. My, it wasn't my best days. And, Maybe I've had, and I've had to pay for that, like coming out of it. You know, karma's real. What yep. you, you're doing um, mm -hmm. is like, you know, it's you do it to yourself. But I think, I think a lot of people go through a growth phase when you come out of that. You know, eighteen, nineteen, yeah, the twenty, your twenties, you might get smacked a little bit. Like when you hit twenty, and you got to like learn about yourself. I know that happened with me. And, I, then, and then you change and evolve, and you start to have new values mature. and mature and. <laughs> yep. You know, and you're not the same person that you were in high school and the things that, and you can make mistakes and you can forgive yourself. But yeah, I think it was just a complete over breach of privacy. And oh, yeah. And if he's too naive Lost. to understand oh. that that was wrong in the moment, then it makes sense that he's not going to be an effective coach for those players, let alone someone that could be comfortable enough to like be around an NHL yeah. team, you know? Yeah. Like so there's a lot of responsibility and leadership that needs to happen in a coach. And if, Half trust. the team feels uncomfortable. Trust. Yeah, you know, trust like is a big one. Even if he, even if it wasn't a complete violation of privacy, just hypothetically, and it was very innocent, but there was players that were uncomfortable. As just a hockey coach, I'd be like, yeah, he shouldn't be the coach, even if he wasn't in the wrong, which yeah. he definitely was. Don't make your players feel awkward. Yeah, you know, like yeah, not a great start. Yeah, not a great start. Not a great start. <laughs> what was it? Two months, and he only had like. I, One meeting do, with the players and they're done. Shortest done. tenured coach. <laughs> why do I feel like Columbus is going to be a wagon now? They're going to come out, new coach, like Vinny Prosper. They're like, I'm not worried anymore. We got rid of him. We got yeah. rid of him. He's gone. Yeah. All right. I have, a takeaway. I have a takeaway for the adults, but also especially for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there's a quote here from the NHLPA investigation. Um, Some players didn't feel totally comfortable with Mike Babcock. Just awkward interactions. So just imagine having an interview with your coach and you just feel awkward and icky. Right. Um, said one source, a player agent. He may be trying to change, but you can't force it. His communication style wasn't going to work for the younger generation. That's so a lot of these guys were, or especially younger players, were stuck in an awkward situation. And what's the best thing to do right there? Um, is it to sit there and just feel awkward for the entire, entire time and then leave and not say anything? I think... The best thing you can do is if someone starts doing something and, and it makes you feel awkward, just say it. Be open and honest. Like, you know what? This I don't, like this. I don't feel comfortable with this, right? Because there's two things that's happening. Either one, 
the person who is trying, who, who is there making you feel uncomfortable, they don't know that they're making you feel uncomfortable and they think it's fine and okay. And right when you say, you know what, this doesn't make me feel comfortable. Like it, it, I'm feeling really awkward right now. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, I'm so sorry. And you know, maybe things will get if better. Well, what do you got in there? If, well, what do you got in there? What, what, what do you want? Go- like that's where it comes and, to. Like that's where it's so crazy. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to walk away from that and you're going to feel good about that you you could walk away not saying anything, following along, doing what the person is asking. But the problem is, whether it's innocent or planned, they will know that they yeah. were able to make you feel awkward and get away with it, and then they'll do it again. No, the problem and again the problem and again. is the problem is if you're not the second overall pick or you're not the first rounder. It's you, the power it, dynamic. It, it, yeah. It's the fourth rounder that you're going through. And you know, if you say anything, oh, then now it's like Yes, I can bury your career. So, so that's can, the second. Mm-hmm. You know what that's I'm the saying? Second that's the problem. The first uh, option is that they just don't know that they're. It is an awkward situation. It's best to tell them. The second thing is if they're actually trying to like manipulate it and they're they're like kind of forcing that on you, you should still speak up because then at least they know that you're not going to be easy to push around. You're not a, a target for them, yeah. right? And yeah, it might have some bad consequences. Like you don't, but. To be honest, you shouldn't be around people like that. I think I think, the wrong yeah, thing, right? I, so I'm just saying this for kids, especially because there are coaches that either I'm talking about you know, kids hockey now. Maybe the coaches just don't know that they're being awkward or that they're doing something that's offside. But you should always speak out right away, right? So tell the coach and then tell an adult, tell someone else, yeah. right? So that you don't get stuck in these situations and. Um, yeah, maybe it's just an innocent something that's happening, or maybe there's something worse going on. You got to talk about it right away. I so think speak up if you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable. It's important for kids, especially and like young adults, like that are being drafted in the NHL and all this stuff, to have the confidence in themselves that they're always in control of of yep. what they want to be doing and if they're feeling comfortable or not. But also, there's adults and uh, superiors in certain situations that should be educated in that sense and know not to put people in those situations and they should be held responsible more than the kids right like like if there's a 13 year old that feels uncomfortable yeah you you want to teach your kids and everything to speak out and be confident and you don't have to be in those situations but like that's not on them if they if they're too uncomfortable to speak out because they're afraid or like the, oh yeah not the everyone has the confidence to speak well like if it's I'm and, just trying to yeah and like if you're seventeen it's, it's okay it's if, okay to to say that if you're seventeen or eighteen and your coach is asking you to do this and you know that if you don't like make a good impression with him then you're not going to make the roster and you've worked your whole life to be playing the NHL what are you going to do you know it's like you go like it's too much of a power dynamic to ask that of young yeah, players, yeah that's you know? what that's what I was trying to say but yeah. I think. The biggest thing with this is that, you know, he literally left the league what, four years ago. Uh, all this stuff surrounding him all came out. You know, I'm all, I'm a huge proponent. Like, give second chances. You can learn. You can grow. You can change. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. But when you come back and then you're... You need receipts. What He didn't show any evidence that he yeah. even wanted to, like, sincerely apologize yeah. for this stuff. He just said, I've learned a lot and I'm back. Uh. And I'm back, baby. Yeah. And I'm back. And, and he's I'm, like, and clearly... old antics and we're coming back and yeah. we're hoping that no one's going to find out and... We're going out to Columbus, a place that's not as hot as Toronto for the media. We're going to go yeah. to Columbus where no one covers. <laughs> well, like, clearly he didn't learn. I'm going back to this uncomfortable situation. Um, basically, if you don't say something, it's just going to get worse. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not saying that that's, um, like, if it were my kid, I'd be like, yeah, speak out. You don't want to play for a, for a coach that's like that. But I'm yeah. just saying... If you've ever been in a situation where you're in a in the room with and there's a power dynamic, yeah, 
it's you can't yes. put it on the victim to no, speak no, no, out, no. you know, like, no. yeah, but like, I could see how it would make sense that it's like, okay, I felt really uncomfortable. I need to tell someone about this. And yeah. it's good that they told like biz or whoever that yeah. they wanted to confide in yeah. so that it can be actioned. Yeah. Yes. But it's like in the moment. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. And it's I would argue that it's, one way or the other way. It's, it's, I would argue that it's more benefiting the person that's in the power, power position than the victim, because it's like basically letting them know, yeah, you're, you do feel uncomfortable. Cool. Yeah, you know? that's exactly. No, what no, I'm no, no, to, no, that's, no. That's no. exactly what only, I'm trying to do. Only if they're trying to do that. Like, if someone. But what I'm saying, how do you know? You don't. But like, if I'm a coach and I'm talking to a player and they, and they say, "Oh, like I, I don't really feel comfortable doing that," I'll be like, "Oh, like a good coach will then like you're gonna decide you're gonna find out that moment if they're a good coach, or a good person, or a bad person." Essentially, it. Yeah, like I read right? a quote. I've been reading uh, Dao to Ching. I'm gonna yep. bring this quote, but yep. it's like r- r- rule by not ruling. Like, a coach shouldn't, there shouldn't be this crazy power dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. I think the best coaches are the ones that are personable, that you're like friends Rob with. Like Rob Moore. You be, yeah. but like, you don't, we don't need this, like, hierarchy system. Like, I guess the hierarchy system, like, everyone's equal. Like, we're all equal. Yeah, it's a team, but we're all equal. Yep. The coaches are equal. The players are equal. We're all equal. We're all breathing the same air. We all don't know what's going on on this earth. There ain't, there's no need to, for someone to be in this power-tripping position. That's not how you get a team to play the best possibly. You want to build that trust. Everyone's can say what they have, what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get judged for what you think and say. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best position. Coach Chippy's a player's coach. This is where I would come as. As a coach, for me, it's going to be, you know, there's no power dynamics. Everyone's equal. Mm-hmm. And we're all worthy of being on the squad. We made the team together, and we're a collective consciousness. And if we can come together as that collective consciousness and set goals, we're going to be able to accomplish whatever we want to accomplish but we have to come together we have to trust each other we have to become a collective consciousness as a unit okay i love that okay so become a collective consciousness That's I'm, what it is. I'm gonna throw this out for a coach uh anyone on a team any parents that are on hockey teams like you know volunteers everyone's a part of it the best thing that you can do for that team is to make everyone feel like they belong right mm-hmm. just yes. if everyone feels welcome then you're going to have great team chemistry. Yes. And then and then just the last thing for, you know, if, if something doesn't feel right, you're a, a kid, parent, adult, whatever. If something doesn't feel right, speak out. Tell someone, right? Maybe like Hayden said, you don't, you don't feel that's right what I'm, in that moment. That's all I was saying yeah. is that in the, in the moment, yeah. it's, it's not on the, the victim to speak out if they're, un, if they're too uncomfortable or afraid. You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that can be dealt with after. Yeah. If, you're the conf, if you're a confident person enough that you can and you're, like I can physically stand up to this person if they're to confront me, or like yeah, yeah. you know, like you're, you're like you have nothing over me, and you just want to speak out and put put it to bed right there. I feel like that's something that only comes with age and maturity. yeah. You know, I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, if you're a kid and you're alone, it's in like a, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You're in the principal's office and they make you feel uncomfortable. It's like, well, that's the principal. That, yeah. Like you know, it's like. Yeah. What are you gonna do? No, you're gonna you're gonna take it, and then you're gonna tell your parents, and it's your parents are gonna it, come. Yeah, in. yeah I would yeah, take it. But a... you don't just go without telling anyone. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You got to yeah. speak out to who you're comfortable with. I mean, there has to be yeah. a line where you can just be like, "No, I'm out here." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if it feels really, really wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> all right, let's. That, that's the Babcock situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot more to cover in the pod. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out a quick shout out to uh, Slick Eight Seven O Seven. Oh yeah, on YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, I don't know what her or his actual name is i can't tell slick 8707 we'll, we'll just, just say go with that yeah. Slick 8707 
practically sponsoring our entire podcast. Yeah, <laughs> every out. every single episode, uh, they've been dropping a super thanks on uh, the co- in the comments section. Uh, so we just want to say we really appreciate you, and uh, we appreciate everyone who listens. And everyone to that's ordered the merch, the merch. Yes, I've been telling everyone in the thank yous. Like I, I've been sending some of the thank you messages because you two have been pretty busy, and I've been saying to tag us on Instagram. Yep. And we'll I'll throw it on the Instagram. We, we love all the support. We're all the here, puck daddies. We're here. All the puck daddies. Thank you to all the puck daddies out there yeah. for joining the team and uh, supporting the pod. And you know we're here trying to sp- spread positivity, it's a positive message, and make hockey, uh, you know, a positive place. I just it meant so much to me as a kid. I had so many positive role models in the game, and you know there is a bit of a slide in certain areas of the game where it's it's getting a little crazy. Right. Right. Let, let's keep it fun. Let's keep it happy. Let's keep it positive. Have good That's role models. That's like, it. Bring each other up as a teammate. Like, bring, like you want your teammates to be confident, so you don't want to tear them down. No. You want you have, them you're a better team if everyone's yeah. Feeling if everyone's vibing, everyone, yeah. everyone's flowing, and mm-hmm. everyone's bringing each other up. Yeah, you're just gonna get so much further as, as a team, even as would. a hockey parent. Yeah. Right. Like I, I remember hockey parents that they were just so nice. They w- would drive me to hockey if we couldn't make the game. What games were you going to? Because my my upbringing was a lot different. <laughs> you didn't get right. <laughs> the triple A uh, system is a little. Yeah. Not everyone's nice at the triple A level. No. Here. I know. That's that. we, we got a competition gotta, amongst parents. Oh my, as well. Yeah. It's it like gets kids, too heated. kids are getting cut. There. There's. There's. Well, this kid shouldn't be on the team. Here's the thing. There's a lot of dynamics. At, of the, I love just recreational hockey. That's the level I played. I played for fun, and I absolutely loved it because it was our team versus their team, our town versus your town. And once you get to the the double A and triple A, and even at some of the single A levels, it it becomes my player versus your player. You know, my kid on the team versus the other kid on the team, and then it's it's team. Like yeah. they're among, they're battling. It's one parent on the team versus another parent, oh, okay. and my yeah, kid is better than yours. Or your kid's son, right? And it, yeah. you get this competition amongst the same team, which it doesn't have to. It shouldn't be there, because yeah. let's yeah. be honest. Where are all these kids going? Uh-huh. Right? How many jobs are there in the NHL? There's about thirty new openings every year. Yeah. Well, I think that's what drives the uh, competitive craziness in the high level hockey is that they know there's only so many position overly competitive yeah. parents yes yeah that just mostly but, sometimes but, but, the kids are but i, I would well. like being competitive is a may like compete that's something that mm-hmm. it, it, that's what it comes down to if you want to make it to that level like, com- like compete that's something you can't teach i'm no. sorry like you either have it or you don't yeah. it's like you just have that fire like you hate to lose it's almost like you got to hate to lose more than you like winning yeah and that's that's, that's like Nathan fire. McKinnon level, you yeah. know, like Crosby, like Coach all Chippy those guys. level. That's what I had. <laughs> I had that compete. I hated to lose. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was undersized defenseman, but I was playing at that AAA level mm. because I wasn't gonna let you win that puck battle. Right. And if you were, I was giving you a two hand on the way out, <laughs> and I didn't like losing. I was like, I was not a sore loser, but yeah, I was a sore mm-hmm. loser probably. Growing up, it was I didn't like to lose at all. Right. Mm. And I think that's the difference, like mm-hmm. from the AAA level down to like a house league level. It's just yeah. like the compete level. Like you just yeah. have to have that. It is different. Fire. It's different. It's, it's different. almost like you know, if you're gonna have your kid in hockey, you decide what level is right for them. Are they gonna play for fun, like house experiment, house house league, whatever? Or are they gonna are they a triple A player? Are they competitive? And you know they've got that dog in them. Can't mm-hmm. teach compete. No. All right, we've got. I've got some uh, some leaf stuff that I want to get to, but before that, I have I have I want to get your guys' thoughts on something. Sweet. I also have a, a fun little game. It'll take maybe like five minutes, so we'll throw that in after. I also have a little present. draft too. Ooh. Well, yeah, we're gonna save that for the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking a new segment. 
for the pod because we've done the drafts. I like them. Sometimes they run a little long. Um, but just like a, a game every uh, week, it's a category, and we all pick the most Canadian. Mm. And you just pick something. What's the most Canadian this? What's the most Canadian? And, you know, and we can argue amongst each other. I like it. Okay. That's so I like it. We'll, we'll get uh, Hayden's Leafs talk first. No, just do it now. You want it now? I, I will do, we'll save the Leafs talk for after. I just had a quick thing. Um, Kyle Dubas yeah. with the Penguins. Yeah. Um, and he did it with the Leafs, too. I didn't know. I actually heard. I can't remember what. what uh, or I read it. It was in an article on The Athletic. Yeah. They didn't let the, um, for the rookie tournament. Mm-hmm. They don't let them wear the Penguins jerseys. They wear practice jerseys because you got to earn the jersey. I like it. I, I like love, that. I love that. Yeah, I like that. Are they doing a little too much with it? Maybe. I no, don't know. no, that's cool. That makes me like. That makes you want it more. And you know what? It, it puts some respect on the logo. Right. Right. It, it it puts a little drive in these players. Like I, I know, but these guys then, have worked so hard. They have. Why yeah. do you even get to that? They point? have. Like, give them the jersey. Well, why don't you, give them the jersey? Why don't you just give, give them the Stanley Cup to just skate give around the, the ring too? Right. Second, so that's kind of why I ask because I I'm picturing the the fringe NHLer that's like. Trying to make even like the AHL and they get in and on this. Yeah, tournament. we can't. Give what the, if they don't make we can't it? Can't give them the Instagram Good. photo, eh? We can't. No. We can't just no. squeeze yeah. it. Make, make someone's dream. I hate we can't just that. Make you, someone's dream you, real quick. You see we? all these guys who had a cup of coffee That's in the, the end, and uh, and all they post is their like uh, NHL jersey in these games. You played a preseason game. You didn't play in the pros, but they're trying to like sell themselves as like. A, I mean, technically, they are. They're, they did work really hard, and they're pro players. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I remembered where I where I heard it originally. It wasn't it wasn't an article. It was on the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast, yeah. and, and Elliot Friedman said that he would have the the club send them a jersey after if they don't make the NHL or anything like that, just as like That's a courtesy. Yeah. Like thanks for coming out. We recognize that you or were you were here for the game. No, because you know what those rookie ones like they have like fifty or sixty kids out there. Like and that's not even like the the prospects. It's just like we just want to take a look, see what how they skate type of thing. Yeah, like it's, see if they deserve a spot in training camp. Basically, yeah, that's all it is. It's like to give them another shot to like shine before training camp to see if they should be battling for you, a spot. You know what though? Like if if I'm out there and I get that practice jersey, I will. I love that practice jersey. You know, you I'm gonna cherish as, that practice jersey. I mean, <laughs> I was in that Minnesota Wild celebrity game. I was fired up to get that jersey. I was like, we get to keep these? I've never been to an event where I get to keep the jersey. We get to keep. Usually, we're giving them back. But no, Jared like, makes me give back the Puck Daddy jerseys, let alone that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that idea. So kind of a mixed feeling there. I like. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, my old self would say. Yeah. Don't like, give them the jersey. Give them the jersey. But right. like my my newer self is saying, eh. Like why, we're all part of the team. Why couldn't yeah. we just make a kid's like you know give him a jersey to go hang up in his? Not a charity, you know. I I want. I know. But he played technically representing the club. I've got I've you got know? this little thin jersey. Well, you know what? It's like Bedard in the the prospects game, and and they're all like, oh, in his pro debut he got a hat trick. No, he didn't. It's not his pro First, debut. Yeah. He played it in a exhibition. Uh, game with rookies only like he played great mm. but don't call it a pro so this is essentially the equivalent of us uh having someone come to a tryout for the puck daddy team and not letting them take the jersey home until they prove themselves yeah. oh yeah yeah games. well that yeah. makes sense that makes <laughs> sense i mean if if, yeah. if i want to you know scout a kid i'll be like yeah come out to some pickup hockey i'm not giving him a puck ja- daddy jersey <laughs> bring your own you, jersey and wear your dirty stink darker bro- darker light yeah. doesn't matter 
Mm-hmm. Got your own jersey. You're not getting one of ours yet. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even give Hayden a jersey, <laughs> uh, an old paint cans jersey, until I think it's. He started game. paying me before he gave me an actual jersey. I was like, Hayden, <laughs> Hayden, you got to score a goal before you. I, get this I mean, <laughs> I need a new old paint can. I'm, I'm wearing number sixty nine. That's not, that's not me. Okay, like, like, it's funny, but Doug like sixty nine's not. Coach I, I've got a bin. I've got a bin yeah, of jerseys. Like, I can hook you up with a new uh, one. Yeah. But Switch you, with Tom. I think Tom likes that jersey. <laughs> no, he, he's a, a dad now, so he wants to be more responsible. He oh. switched to 68, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yager. Okay, Hayden, you yeah. said you had a... Well, yeah, let's do Jeremy's most oh, Canadian yeah. thing Most first. Canadian. So new new category on the pod, the most we need Canadian. To, we need to hire, like, or get Chippy to make up some tunes to play for these, like, for the draft yeah. and all this stuff. <laughs> we need... The we most Mike. Canadian. We need, Mike. we need some of that... What was the jazz? Gypsy jazz. Gypsy jazz. That would be sweet. Um, shout out to Mike Clance from our, yeah, from our old Mike Cans team. Gypsy jazz. Let's get right. great and let's we're, get we're gonna, talking. We're going to start with uh, Hayden. Today's category for the most Canadian. Um, I saw you know a, a video of... I've seen plenty of videos of Canadian animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Australia is known for their fierce, venomous, deadly animals. People are like, I'm not going to Australia. Too many, like, everything there can kill you. Yeah. Right? Canada, we're a little more, you know, kind, right? Our animals even are kind. We're perceived as not violent. Yeah. You know, we're, we're really polite. We have a lot of really polite animals, mm-hmm. right? But we've, got, we? a, we, we've got a few vicious ones. Are they polite? We've got, well, that's, that's what the, the okay. category today, the most vicious Canadian animals. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with Hayden. Okay, top of your head, you think of something you don't want to come across. You're walking down the street. I have a, bam, I have a pops great out. One. What um, are you afraid of? Better not what, take mine. What Canadian animal are you like? No, you better not you. take mine right now. I'm be super well, there, there's there's two that popped in my head right away. Get one. One, one is it. just kind of funny, and the other one is. Okay, no, you get one. Okay. Because I don't want you to take mine. And I'm, well, I'm probably going to take it, and it's a uh, uh, Canada goose. No! <laughs> okay. No! Okay. Oh, I remember. Okay, I have a story. Okay. okay they're just, they just mean. I went to school. They I, just, they, they'll okay, attack Waterloo. you for Wait, no I, I'm going to pause right here. There's, we can unanimously agree the Canadian goose is the most vicious Canadian because I was going to pick it. Chip, you Bro, I was walking to, I'd be walking to my university lectures on campus, and these little things would, you had to go around, they, they would be right on they, the path. They own and, the and path. And I am going yeah. around, the, I'm going far side. I'm taking the far route to the, to the lecture. I don't care. These things were nasty. They're in your face. And yeah, you're walking to a university class in Canada, and you see one of these things, you're, you're thinking twice, and you're going around. And you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not trust me. Don't challenge these things because no. they will come at the you best. and they will start with their little wings. They oh, might yeah. slap you in the face. They might beak you. They, they give you one of these. They put their head down low. Don't let them fool you. They yeah. hiss at you with their little beaks. <laughs> yeah. So if you're walking to, to, on campus and you see one of these things, do yourself a favor. Take the long route to class. The best you're part be is Coach Chip. The best thing is when the international students think that they're like cute. Oh yeah. And like oh, yeah. I, when I was at in, in college, they would be like on that. the on the campus near the parking lot and the residence and you'd see them like walking up trying to take photos and they're like amongst the, the geese and I'm just like <laughs> good this luck is, yeah, with this that. is the most relatable thing to <laughs> and then you see the geese school. like flocking around them yeah, like, like <laughs> starting to to flap a bit more like get away <laughs> so I'm gonna share a similar story I was at the Upper Canada Mall Newmarket parked up uh, by the front and I was waiting for Sammy she went inside to grab something 
and I see a lady walking down, and then I see a Canadian goose come out. Same thing, right? Starts, <laughs> right? And then, <laughs> oh, oh, gets the wings oh, oh. of the, the oh, cobra oh. chicken. The cobra chicken with its... Have oh, you ever had one bite you? Like, try to? Well, Brother, like... So, I've, I've never come close enough, because I just know to keep my distance. Oh no, so, so this goose chased the lady into the parking lot all the way around. <laughs> the next person comes. I, walk, I was like, Sammy? I was like, just take your time. I sat yeah. there for an hour watching this goose go after every single person. <laughs> oh, it was the most goodness. entertaining uh, one hour of my life. And like people in strollers, <laughs> goose don't care. That goose oh, going out there. don't care. So what? what Get off my land is what they're saying. <laughs> is, is that goose laid eggs in this little tree that's oh, on the sidewalk? Yeah. They get protecting protected. her young. Protecting yeah. her young. All right. So unanimous decision. It's the uh, Canadian goose. I think we, we still also got to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, okay. the cobra chicken is the most vicious, but uh, we should each pick one. To have cobra on chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna pick most vicious, most vicious. Ooh, I thought there was a dog under me. It was I, just the, it was just the wire I, to my. I, mic. I can go if you want some yeah, more you time. Yeah, you go, you go, you go, you go, you go. This this one is just easy, and there's two that come to mind here. But I'll go with vicious. We'll go grizzly bear. Okay, I mean. You want grizzly bear? You can take grizzly. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Um <laughs> like the cobra chicken also uh defending their young. You don't want to mess with the bear. No. Like everyone everyone Absolutely. just knows. I don't have to go into not. details here. Yeah. You don't want to come across a bear and and if that bear had a, a cobra chicken on his back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the Canadian army right there. It's the Canadian army. You, well, I mean the the geese are the the our air force, eh? The Canadian air force. Coming in. <laughs> I'm trying to think of mine right now. It's um... I I if it were me, I wouldn't uh, go for because like there's only so many ones that are like inherently vicious. You can see we don't have many. Yeah, pretty. But there's one that's like you just safe. wouldn't want to come across on the highway. Yeah. On the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hey hey. <laughs> there's a lot of things you don't want to come across for sure, but I don't think I want to come across. Um. A... <laughs> He's still thinking a moose. Like I, w- I don't know if I, w- yeah, I don't know if I, I want to see a moose out that's there. That's the one I was. I don't thinking. know if I'm in. If I'm going for a walk in the trail, you know, I'm buzzing around by myself. It's majestic but scary at the same time. And the moose looks at me. And if you're I look in your back car, and I, you know, I'm sitting there. You know, I'm saying we're not in the car. Yeah, we're on a nature walk exactly. by yourself. Yeah. yeah, and I see a moose. I mean, I would just try to start try to vibe a little bit because you got to keep because they're gonna feel your energy. They sense your energy. So if you're scared, they know you're scared. But if you can calm your brain and just kind of like vibe with the animal, yes. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you get a little nervous, and now the the moose gets a little nervous and sees that, oh, this is just a little, this is just a little guy. Mm-hmm. This is just a little guy walking through the forest by himself. This is my territory. <laughs> they got what, weapons. What if, what if I just bull rush him? What They're if carrying. I just bull rush him and run him over real quick? Yeah, that's what that's what the, that's what the moose could be thinking. And you're now sitting on the trail, thinking, what if he's thinking he's about to attack me? Mm-hmm. And now you're dealing with a moose that's about to attack you, and what do you do in that situation? That's, that's scary because they're they're not small. Like, th- how many pounds a moose? Like a few thousand pounds. They're Are they that big? Oh, they gotta be with the antlers on them and everything. Thousand pounds? I don't know if they're a few thousand. They gotta be two thousand. They were the size of a car. I'd say honorable mention to uh, a wolf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pack of wolves. Pack of wolves. Okay, a pack yeah. of wolves. Yeah, a pack. My, my dad. We used to have a cottage up north, and there was like a, it was in the winter time. The snow would go on the deck, so we'd have mm. to go up there and shovel, but it became a closed road in the winter. So uh, he had to go in. I wasn't going. I was out there probably playing video games. He'd be going up north by himself, <laughs> walking into the trail. He didn't have a snowmobile. 
So oh. he literally walked in for miles. Right. And he's like, yeah, like every time I went in, I was like, I hope I don't run into a pack of wolves right now, or yeah. I hope I don't like. Got to bring some protective. Uh... He didn't. So he's not <laughs> he a hunter. Didn't. He's not a hunter. A, a male moose, uh, like the largest reported, is over two thousand pounds. But like they can get up to like fifteen hundred pounds. Yeah, so that thing is bull rushing you in the in the woods. They they can stop a transport truck. Like they they can mess up a transport truck going down the highway. Imagine what yeah. they could do to a little Jair in the woods. <laughs> Please no. Jair by himself. Right. <laughs> so that's the most vicious. That was fun. Hey, let us let us know a category. Maybe we could do like what's the most Canadian coffee? Mm. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? That that could be some good arguments. Let us know in the comments. I, I like that. The I next like category. That. What's the most Canadian? We gotta do more. Of and that. I like that we can just each pick like one, just and we one. move on yes. and yeah. argue. Yeah, yeah, love it. All right, so I got some uh, some questions for you guys for the Leafs roster. I'm gonna go down like each player. Mm-hmm. We're go quick. Yep. This is an article written by uh, Jonas Siegel and James Myrtle from. Yeah. The Leaf Report. Chippy's getting cold in here, you guys. <laughs> we forgot to turn. Oh, we're just getting on. warmed up to answer these yeah. questions. All right, we're gonna start off with some a new acquisition, Tyler Batuzzi. Mm-hmm. How big will his season be? Mm. Well, you're asking points here. He's gotten uh, the lat. Oh, let me let me read us here. Sure. He got eight goals, and thirty points in fifty games last season, he which only was had a low. Eight, eight goals. Yeah, but he had a great playoff. He did. Right? He got, like, five points or five goals in, like, seven games or something in the, in the series. Yes, so. And, yes, and he was on Detroit before, right? Uh, yes. So you know. And, that, like, and then he was on Boston. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Boston, Boston. I'll yeah. let Jerry, you go first. I'm just, I'm just doing a quick little look at his stats. Okay. So in the O, you know, he had a 98-point season. I'm trying to see what his, what his ceiling is here. Uh, Red Wings, 48 points, 62 points. Yeah, he he's, he's got he's got to bounce back, especially playing with he? the top six of the league. He's he's young, and he also had like some. Uh, 28. He's twenty eight. Oh my he's not gosh, young. he's not young. I mean, twenty eight is kind of prime time. Yeah. Eh? I mean, you look at Tage Thompson, and he's what, how old is Tage Thompson now? Twenty six. Okay, he's gonna get top line minutes. Uh, you know, he's gonna be first or second for sure. Uh, and he's he's got some talented players in. Like first or second line, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like okay. first or second line. Okay, so do you think he's gonna have a better season than Domi? That's where we're getting at now. Yes. Well, that's my next on my list. So we'll. we'll yes. Okay. He's okay. so yeah. so. I'm saying seventy points for Bertuzzi. Seventy, way. Eh? Seventy. A I guess brother. it's I a mean, lot. That's a forty point jump from last season. Look, he's never. He, but he, also, he okay. broke his hand twice last season, and, so. he, and he had the whole COVID thing and and all this stuff. So like he he's his head is clear. He's got a new space. He wants to improve. He's got a one year contract. That's playing a role. He wants the bag, right? Players always play better in their contract years. Right. He's never played a full season. So if he plays an 82-game season, he's hitting 70 points. He got 62 in 68. I think 70 and 82 is, is very possible. Yeah, I like I, it. I like that. I think that's a great number. I think, I mean... I'm going to do an over-under 65. Okay, that's 65. So, Chip, or so Jeremy took over. I'll take over. If he's playing... On the first line. But what if he's second line? You know? If he's second line. All these factor in. Yeah, it factors in. I think he's going to be on the second line. Okay. He's going to see some power play minutes, though. Um, I don't think he... Maybe second line power play. Still, some minutes. I'm going to say over because I'm an optimist, but... All right. Um, I think he's got to bounce back. I think Domi's well. getting more points than him. That's that's a... I think Domi's going to be That's a take. I think Domi's going to be on the first line. Mm. I mean, if Sheldon was listening and wanted to <laughs> how to perform the team, Domi's on the first line with Marner and Matthews. 
Um, and then it's Bertuzzi, Nylander, and Tavares. All right, so that leads in perfectly to the next player. Max Domi. Can he shed his reputation as a one-way player? No, we're not going points. Okay. Because, like, <laughs> he, he's, known, he's known to only really be good offensively, and he's a bit of a liability defensively. Um, so do you think that he'll kind of round that out with the Leafs and be someone that they can trust on a top or second line without being a, a liability? Because that would be the only reason that I see him not playing in the top line or at least getting a shot if he's, like, too much of a liability defensively. Oof, yeah, that could be a tough first line with the boys. Oh, pretty offensive-minded if they're... Well, that's what, like Matthews is... But you don't want to throw him with Matthews if Matthews is going to have to make up for Domi, like, turning it over at the blue line or something. It doesn't matter because the best defense is a five-goal lead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and we're just buzzing in the Ozone the whole game. Exactly. It doesn't matter, right? But so. do you think that he'll... do you? Because, like, Leafs, you know... If he ter- first time he turns it over and there someone goes on a breakaway, yeah, his his uh, reputation of being a one way player is not going to go away. Do you think that he'll get rid of that reputation nah, or not? I don't think so because it's uh, habits are hard to change, right? You you're used to making certain plays; it becomes automatic. Once you get to the pro level, your decisions are basically automatic, so right. it's really tough. And if you try changing things, it essentially hurts the rest of your game. Mm. I remember there was a coach that tried to make uh, Ovechkin more defensive minded. He basically didn't score any goals that year. Wasn't it Barry Trotz? I think it was, yeah. yeah. He, he was popping 50 a season, and Barry Trotz, well, I'm going to teach you how to back check. Oh, he's like, no, I don't back check. He's like, I wait a blue line, get puck, right? Yeah. I shoot puck in net. Yeah. So yeah. the Leafs are going to – Sheldon Keefe's going to have to work with what he's got with Max Domi and put him in offensive situations, shelter him a little right. bit. Call, he, he, can little. he can improve a little. I'm calling it here first. But he's not going to become, like, a defensive magician out there. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. I'm calling it here first. Okay. Um – Domi is getting 95 points. <laughs> you, can laugh. you can laugh all you want. Domi on that line with Marner and Pat, it's a 95-point season. It's a... I don't think he's playing first line, though. I'm telling you. I'm wheezing. I'm saying I'm wheezing. if he does. I'm saying which he should be. All right. It's a 95. He gets more, point. he gets more points than Marner. I think Bertuzzi takes... He gets takes... more points than Marner. He might get 100. I think Bertuzzi... He might have 100 points either. Bertuzzi takes the first line spot and runs with it, and Domi slots in in the second line, maybe gets like a Why do I feel like it's a hero season. mission for Domi? Like, Domi's going to be... He's, no. he's going to come out and score like Dude. six goals in his first two games. Chippy, you sure are entertaining. Let me tell you his goal record for the last few seasons. Nine Can I just goals? say something? Doesn't matter. Can I just Doesn't say matter. something? He's playing uh, in blue and white there. now. Hop in he's, there, Hayden. He, he's a hero. I'm saying Domi is going to have a huge impact on the Leafs. It's just not going to be in goal scoring i think he's gonna be a great player yeah yeah he's gonna okay, light well, a fire that... under them but he's not gonna be the result he's not gonna get 95 points come on come back down to earth oh let's <laughs> hey run this back in 2024 no. <laughs> run this back in 2024 oh, he can't God. get 95 points because there's no room for another 95 play- they, they have marner I said he's gonna get more that. points than marner I know, but then they have to put more. Where they're gonna put Martin on the third line? If you know, if somebody's performing so well, they got to start moving assets around. It's gonna, it's gonna be like the Pasternak line net last year. It's gonna be past a marshy. It's gonna be like these guys are just. There's a lot of things lighting that have to it up. The only thing is with Nyes, like is Nyes on the first line? Like that's where now it's like. Nyes is gonna play third line probably and get 120 points. He's gonna have a chance at the first two. You know, he's gonna have a chance. He'll have a chance if Domi or Bertuzzi gets injured. He was on the first line in the playoffs. Yeah, that's because they they had injuries. No, they didn't. Yeah, who was, was it? Someone got injured. Uh, bunting. Or he got suspended. Oh, yeah. So then Nyes came in. That's the only reason that he was in the lineup. Well, like, he looked good. Him and Matthews he looked good. He did look good, good. yeah. He looked good. But I'm saying he's going to play a lot of minutes in the bottom six, and, and he might get a shot on the top six if if there's, like, some yeah. injuries. Or, so my prediction's uh, only true if Domi's getting top. 
line minutes. Well, that's the part of the prediction. <laughs> exactly. So I'm predicting he's getting top minutes, but oh, okay. if Sheldon doesn't understand that he needs to be there, all right, then that's where this prediction crumbles. Dylan Gambrill. Who? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Moving he's on. Some new guy. Like he's potentially going to play. Uh, he's fighting for a third or fourth line center spot. Uh, Pontus Holmberg. Pontus Holmberg. Like, what's the question about Pontus Holmberg? Can he solidify a place on the roster? <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Because he's he showed some promise. Um, I think he's got a chance. Like, as long as he's defensive, like, uh, he's got to be a two-way player. Who? Pontus Holmberg. Yeah. You don't remember him? Pl- he oh, played. He played line. a handful of games, and he looked good. Centerman. Yeah. He looked good. Fourth line center. Oh, I, I, I think he played. Um, yeah, fourth line center mostly. Yeah, he, for how many games? I'm just trying to see if they have it in here. Who was that big guy? Who was that big guy I made video of? He's Zahorna. Zahorna. Zahorna? Yeah, he's fighting for a spot w- between so Gambrel and Noah Gregor, who's a new pickup as well. Uh, anyway, we'll move on from him. You guys don't have much to say there. No. Kyle Yarncroke. Yarncroke, I think, has got potential. He, he looked great. He, they gave him a, a little too much of a leash in the playoffs. I was really expecting him to do a bit more there. Um, but I think he's he's got Is it in he him. He first two lines? No, no, I can't be. No, not with all the talent. I'm saying we're, we're like now it's like. But the thing is, he's sh- like in this article it says that he doesn't shoot a lot, and his shoot like his shooting percentage was like really high last year. So he's bound to take a regression from like regress from because yeah. he scored twenty goals, but he only shot like one and a half on average per game. Well, the thing is, <laughs> basically the reason it was so high is because Matthews like. The goalies and the defense are so afraid of Matthews. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, Matthews just decided, hey, I'm just going to put it on Yarn Crook's Because his wrist was sore. Oh, that's <laughs> probably it, dude. Yeah. That's, that's got to be it. Because I, I was like, Matthews, take that shot. Why are you giving Yarn Crook? And I hope- Yarn Crook would bat it in. And there was actually one, I think it was in the playoffs, and it was a two-on-one. And Yarn Crook took the shot. I'm like, what are you doing? Give it to Matthews. But uh, but he actually scored. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, then that's fine. I hope Matthews just spent all offseason working on his forearms. Oh, I hope yeah. this guy, like, your legs are great, Pop. I hope he just spent the whole summer pumping forearms. And he's going to come <laughs> in, and his forearms are, like, the size of Popeye. And that shot is, like... This like, is a great video, Jared. <laughs> I know. It's not a great video that he's he showing. Just, it's a video of a goose standing up to a whole, like... A bunch of uh, cows. Like it, it, it Interrupting the pod. Right. So, it, yeah, yeah it's, it's, there's about 50 cows surrounding one Canadian goose, and it is fighting them all off. Yeah. It, it is stopping them all. This is off topic. And and bull uh, cows are crazy. Oh, my God. I, look what Jared did. He I'm chose sorry. one thing, and then now we're off topic. This is yeah. a little <laughs> TikTok topic, videos together in the pod, guys. I'm a huge shawarma guy. I'm just going to say <laughs> it. I might be the biggest shawarma guy. The, on that was off topic. Holy I'm a huge shawarma crap. guy. I love shawarma. Are, are we still going down the list? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to. So s- I'm going to fire through them here, okay? I, just I love say, Chinese food. I love guys, shawarma. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Subway guy. So that's, okay. you, know, you, you look like a big fi- Subway Firehouse. Does it, does it, oh, yeah. I. Yeah. Get behind that. Is, no, yeah. Firehouse is. All right, yeah. David Kampf. Camp. Does like he him. stay locked in in the is third the role center? The whole time? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's signed I, for another four years. Or yeah, something. I'd say he's third line. He's a solid. Like he's dependable. Third fourth, Very dependable. Third, that was the question the they had. In, that was the question they had in here. But my question, to you guys, is: Do you think that he's going to take a slight offensive jump with uh, Matthew Nyes on his line or something like that? Or if Yarncroke's <sighs> playing in the third line with him, they got Yarncroke, 
maybe he could finish. He had a lot of breakaways yeah, he, last year. He had like, some good, know, he... good opportunities. Like he's not an offensive guy, but like for him to take a jump, that's to go from like maybe five goals to ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, when you're winning every faceoff, you have the possession of the puck most. Like you're in a good position playing against fourth other fourth line or third line, and you're winning yeah, the draw yeah. every time. It's... He's going to benefit from just more uh, offensive situations being created, and he'll yeah. he'll bang a couple more. In that's there. what is sure. he the best draw guy in the league? Is that a stat? Like he's one of them. he's got to be. He's this pretty guy solid. Wins every yeah. faceoff. But like my thinking on on camp is that he's used to being in the role of a shutdown third line. Yeah. But with the Leafs roster, they're gonna have to throw some guys on the third line that aren't super defensive minded. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna own that responsibility of like being a good defensive guy. But just by being on a line with offensive players, I feel like he's gonna bang in a few extra goals. Let me tell you, it's real nice and easy to get points if you're a more defensive minded player and you can strip the puck off a guy and just feed it over on the wing. Yeah, and that like guy an- just goes skates and shoots it in the net. And you're like, oh, thanks for the assist. You know, they're like yeah. ten assists on the year yeah. or something like that, just from having yeah. someone on the line that can shoot like nice and Yarnko can both rip it. So, yeah. Yeah. so, you know, if you, yeah. if you knock down a pass, you intercept a pass and then you, you slide her over to nice and he throws it across to yarn crook and then it's in the net. Oh, secondary assist. Just Thank commentating again. Like chippy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I That's... just feel like it's Matthew's year to rip 70. Mm. I feel like oh. it, was, it was a down year. He had, what do you have? 40, 40 goals last year? 42. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, he wasn't even trying. We're going to get to Matthews. We're okay, let's, to get, Matthews. There. let's uh, get there. Matthew Nyes, though, mm-hmm. we were talking about him. Will he be in the running for one of the rookie scoring leaders? Rookie scoring leaders. I, I can't put him there. I think he'll be in the conversation for, like, the Calder, but it's going to be Bedard and Fantilli. These guys are going to be crushing. Leo Carlson, I don't know how well he'll do because he doesn't have a lot of support there. Mm-hmm. He's a great player, but I just, like, I, I hope he does well. They're got to be better now. Anaheim, like they got you know, Logan Cooley, maybe too. Yeah, but Anaheim is still in the talks. Anaheim and Columbus are in the talks of being like bottom feeders. I again. think it's Fantilli and Bedard. Yeah, it's that's the obvious. Ones, I can't yeah. believe Fantilli I, went third. I just because the Leafs have so much top level. Talent, I mean, I can't, it's gonna be hard for Nice to get. Mm-hmm. Like if, if he's on a first or second line, yeah, he's got a chance, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that he's not going to get enough top line minutes oh. to be able to even come in the. There's no pressure yeah. on him at all. Like Bedard, yeah. like everyone's looking at Bedard, be like you have to do it. You He's have playing to. with Taylor Hall. I mean, yeah. that's not a bad guy to be playing you, with. Okay, uh, next Sam Lafferty. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the guy. <laughs> um, he's he's a UFA after this season. Yeah, I predict that he gets moved at some point yeah, throughout he, the year. He gets moved. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't even see him being on the roster come the trade deadline. He was a de- decent player, but I just didn't really feel he was adding too like, much. But the thing is, they need Revo? if they get rid of him, they need Revo, Lafferty and yeah, they need someone for that that uh, that wing. Gilmore, so. Lafferty. It um, is... Was it was Lafferty? Was that uh, Gilmore's caddy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I haven't watched Happy Gilmore Happy in the longest Gilmore, time. Gosh, I swear, like whenever I hear Lafferty, I just think of Happy Gilmore for some reason. Yeah, that's it. Where were you on that one, Dip? <laughs> okay, Mitch Marner. Will he finally crack 100 points? Yes or no? Yep. Lafferty. He got 99, Daniel. 97. I think the year before that, he was Mitch. close again with Tavares. Was it Mitchie? Yeah. 100 points? Will he get 100 points? There's so many finally. players on our team now yep. that can. Yeah, well. So? Yeah. 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 He, he, I think, I think with Matthews shooting the puck more, he's going to get more bingos, like more apples, too. Because Matthews is going to score more this year, and that'll just result in Marner easily getting close to 100, and then it'll be a race at like the end, and he'll need like five points in 10 games, and he'll do it no problem. I, he, he's going to do it. He's going to start a little, have a little better start, and he's just going to keep on flowing all through the season, and, and he'll get there. Yeah, he, he has a lot more support this year. Like, 
if it's not Nylander, if it's not Nyes, if it's not Domi, if it's not Bertuzzi, like he's just got guys that can move in the puck, right? right. And they still yeah. got JT there to like, right? So so he he's got a lot of help. He's got a lot of help to get. Uh, we're there. saying we're there. saying yes. Okay, so then moving on, you mentioned Nylander. Mm-hmm. Can Nylander top his last season? It's a, he's going into a it's a contract year for him. Yeah. He's got a lot to prove. They're still in negotiation of an extension. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's Nylander. Like, he goes hot and he goes cold. But I feel like if he could stay hot for two-thirds of the season instead of just, like, the the normal, like, Why 15, am I feeling him and stretch, Domi are going to connect? You think on the second line they're going to heat up? I feel like they're going to. can't because Domi has to get 100 points on the first <laughs> line with Matthews. <laughs> what if we have, like, three 100-point guys? That's exactly what needs to happen based on our predictions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that Nylander, um, at best, will match his last season because he was pretty good last season. What did he get to? Like eighty-seven or something? Uh, let's see. A random number. It just feels he got forty goals and eighty-seven points. It was eighty-seven points. That's yeah, a lot of nailed points. it. So like, I feel like his best this year would be like he's gonna round out around ninety points. Would he? That's kind of what I want to sign a that. deal right yeah, now. Like, I, if I'm him, I'm signing a deal right now because I know there's a lot of eighty-seven points. Is there's a lot only of so points. many goals to go. Go around, right? Yeah, like, like, so there's only so much ice time. Yeah. I hope Nylander doesn't get moved. I, I I'm fasted and I'm fading right now. The, the Leafs are going right, to score 10 goals a game. Last player. I won't go through everyone, but I ha- we have to talk. Will Austin Matthews regain his heart trophy? <sighs> Man, that... No, or is Davo gonna run? It's, it's yeah. McDavid because he is so hungry. And or Bedard. Or no. <laughs> Imagine Bedard settle or Davo. I think yeah. it might be dry settle from how he played in the playoffs. Yeah. He keeps that well, going. The, the voters just always like they, they try to think of outside the box. Like, well, we gave it to I him last year. So I don't think Pappy cares for it anymore. He's got it. He had the sixty point. Like, but you just said you five. think he's getting seventy. If he gets seventy goals, you don't think he's gonna be like one of the top con- candidates for the Hart Trophy? I. I just think that like if he gets still seven- has another level, and if he brings that right. out, like there's no like. Okay, my prediction is that whoever scores more Devo goals. Gets, what if Davo gets cold this year? If, if McDavid scores more goals, than whoa! That, there's yeah. a prediction. What if Davo gets a little cold? I don't. I don't think it's possible. My to be because he because he just walked by Coach Chip my, at the NHL Awards. I don't know. Like, I could get. Oh, a little he cold. looked you off. He looked you off. I don't know if he saw me or noticed me, but if you guys go look at the clip, Davo <laughs> signing something, and then Bedsy comes right up to me. Beside Davo, it's a great clip. It's on. Yeah. Go clip it. Everyone, That's go funny. clip it. Um, hey, Coach Coach Chip getting looked off by Davo and Bedsy coming in and just. That's nice. Dap. Yep. Nice. My prediction is that whoever scores more goals between Matthews and McDavid gets the heart. You just give it to the goal scorer. Eh? Yeah. If if McDavid gets say sixty nine goals and Matthews gets sixty four, David McDavid's getting it. Gotcha. But if if Matthews like breaks sixty five and David McDavid comes short of sixty maybe yeah then it's Matthews and and as as far as McDavid getting cold it's just not gonna happen he played a fifty six game season have to get injured for because of the shortened <laughs> season and still got hundred and five points the next season one hundred and twenty three points and he's like oh you thought that was good one hundred and fifty three points yeah one hundred fifty yeah one hundred and fifty three then you look at Nylander, eighty seven. <laughs> we're like <laughs> you think he's getting cold he's not getting cold yeah no no 64 rips yeah. and right. and dry sidle's not getting any worse so like, you know i love dry sidle oh yeah yeah so together and and nugent hopkins just had an all-time mm-hmm. uh year so yeah yeah anyway that was that was my list of guys that i wanted to ask about beauty there's there's more but that's pretty much the main ones let's let's talk about connor bedard uh we talked about him last uh week and we'll probably keep on talking about him 
what I was saying is that he lives up to his expectations. He always delivers. He is that guy. High pressure. He wants it. He his they asked the, the guys in the NHL, what's your favorite cheat food? Uh, Oreo cookies, uh, like McDonald's. He said sushi. The hell how is that even a no, cheat food? He says food? he likes he says he likes Mexican food. Yeah, but he, he said his cheat food on it, like when he wants to cheat, wants to be a little naughty, you know, go no, inside his diet. Sushi. Sushi. It's freaking healthy. It's raw fish. It's Didn't got he say so- he's never eaten McDonald's. Oh, I I mean, I don't know about that. Maybe he did, but like that's the type of guy this is. He he and since then, since our, our last pod. Uh, now we're rookie, about food. I'm starving. The rookie showcase tournament, right? So it's all the rookies from Chicago versus all the rookies from St. Louis. He comes out. He scores three goals, and they weren't just three goals. He didn't just tap the puck on a rebound. Pick one up. after the other was better. Oh, <laughs> each one kept getting nicer. Oh. He's gonna deliver. People saying he, he's not made for the NHL. Or he's gonna struggle. He's, he's getting a year to adjust. I kind of felt that way. Did you see that edge work sure. in that? Oh, I, oh my goodness! His inside edges, he's, everything. Yeah. His his awareness with the puck. He just knows exactly what to do to toy with the guy to keep the puck just a few inches away from the stick. Keep on moving to keep him fishing. Right. He's just got the bait, and he's like, "You bought it. You bought yeah, it. You bought built it." Built like Boom. a truck. Like, right. like it'd be a different story if he was like smaller mm-hmm. and not 190 pounds. But he's. Five nine and a half, 190 pounds. Opening night. Good luck knocking this guy off the, the puck. He, I mean, he's, what are we saying? This guy is a beast. He performs in the, in the high pressure situations. Mm-hmm. He's got so many points in his roller hockey league. <laughs> All right, that toe drag, where he releases his shot from, ah. it's like in between his legs. Yes, the time. Yeah. like he pulls it. Like it's like Matthews, but even closer to the. Where do you learn it? Yeah, yeah. We're here to the. How do you, do you learn? Where do you learn that? Tr. <laughs> where do you think he's bringing that in? Of course, he's bringing it to there. Inter- I, I've been working on it on the sport court to try to Everyone's, drop. It I've in. noticed yeah. you dropped it in the pickup hockey yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just while we were sitting here, uh, just a bit of small breaking news. The Blues name Braden Shen, the 24th captain. Is he in the league? Oh. We did an episode last week on captains, so I thought that's it was worth mentioning. Yeah, Braden Shen, captain of the he? St. Louis Blues now. Oh, he's he's got to be in his 30s. Got to be 32. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how old he is. Ugh, he's been Let's around see. for a Braden while. Shen. Chip Chip needs a snack and a nap. Yeah, hey, you're like my toddler, eh? Let me let me give you a peanut butter and jam sandwich. I'll tuck you Good in, Chippy. Good job. He was born in '91, so he's 32. Yeah, 32. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I would have gave it to Robert Thomas, but mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting. Played against him, no big deal. But <laughs> yeah, was he was he sick? He he played for York Simcoe Express. Yep. Um, and he played a year up, and then he came, a year and, then he, and then he came down, and he was filthy. Yeah, like, like York Simcoe, like in our age group, like we would dominate them. Yeah, like, younger, younger, and then all of a sudden these two these two guys come down, and. There's two guys playing up, and they just came back and started lighting it up. I think we still – it was always competitive. We always had a really good team. Yeah. But we used to blow them out of the water, and then it came, like, became intense. Isn't that funny, though? Like, any player who made the NHL, no matter what – like, even if they're a fourth liner, if you played against them when you were a kid, you're like, oh, they were cr- they were so good. Like, at 10 years old, you're like, they were so good. Yeah. Even if it's at just 10, like – At nine. Yeah, you know. Anthony Sioux, or like, you know, so- someone who's like not a uh, a superstar in the NHL, or even a star. It is. They- <laughs> the only one I- exception I can think of that is uh, Zach Hyman. Okay. Like, I, don't think, I don't think he was ever, like, talked about as, like, he was amazing. It was just like he was no, the no, hardest it, worker. It, not talked <laughs> no, about, but, but like, if you was. played against him, you know oh, what I mean? I like, see. if you played against him, you just knew, like, that kid is good. Right. Like, yeah. I, I played against a, a guy in, in um, he didn't even make the NHL, but, like, I was like, 
he is good. He's better than anyone that I've played against on any other team. Mm-hmm. This kid is just like way better than all of us. Right. You just know. And then he went on to play in the OHL. He got like drafted, but he didn't even play in the NHL. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, it's interesting how it's always that way. Like you just know they're special young. Back to special players, Bedard. Let's each make a hot take for the season. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll, st- I'll start us off. I think our hot takes keep on, uh, we keep adjusting them, you know? <laughs> I-, I think like a-, a few pods ago, I'm like, you know what? He might struggle for the first little bit. And then, I can- but as we get closer, I'm like, nah, I'm changing. No, that's, I- that's the way of the world. I said, he's gonna adjust. Up, I said he's going to light it up for like, like have a poppy night in his first game. Poppy night. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've, we talked about it. I-, I said that I think he'll score in his second game. You Not said he was going to get three one. assists in his first game. Yeah. So, but my my hot take though for the season, yeah, is that Bedard is in on like maybe a little less than half of all of Blackhawks goals. Like you know, like you look at the score sheet, like he's going to be in on like every goal, like often in in a game. You, you know? know what? I think that's what people don't appreciate about him is that he can create, like, even if guys are all it's over him. passing. Yeah. Like his vision of the ice and his ability to create something out of nothing. Yeah. Like, he, like it's going to be like men's league where you look at the score sheet and it's like there's one player that was in on every goal, but you don't even remember it sometimes. Yeah. You remember his one goal, but it's like, oh, he assisted every other one. That's going to be Bedard, but in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, not going to, and, like, not every night is going to be, like, three flashy goals, but he'll be, like, a six-point night or something, right. you know? Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, like... Yeah. Well, what's his biggest night? Are you saying he's going to have Bedard, a six-point night? Bedard's going to have... His biggest night, I think he. I think he's going to get, like, a yeah, six or seven-point six point night. night? Yeah. The, the, Chicago's going to play, like, Arizona or something. They're just going to have a firefight of a game, and he's going to get, like, seven points. That might happen. Yeah. That yeah. might happen. <laughs> yeah, it might. Is that a hot take? Like, I... I think it's a great take. I, I mean, mean, like... It's, it's, only, it's, c- only, it's only good, like, you're just giving yeah. me all the praise because I've prepared him for this stuff, so... Thank <laughs> He's you. He's going to be in on thank half of... Thank you for thinking uh, half that of value Black of my Hawks client. Points. My client. Half of Blackhawks points. That's yeah. my hot take. I mean, if, if you look at their stats from last year, like, their, their top scorer had, like, 60 points. Like, that's, that's very low for a team, right? Yeah, but, like... If they're, he's gonna like drag them into like games because he wants to win, right? He's a very team oriented player, and he's gonna he's gonna really heat up. Hot take: he rips, he rips forty plus for sure. He rips forty plus for sure. Forty goals, forty goals, forty plus for sure. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Matthews and Line. That's only that's only one every two games. Yeah, that's only, and he's going to have it. a couple multis. He's going to have ah. many multis. Okay, 50 so. goals, 50 assists, 100 points. <laughs> that's your hot take? He's going to rocket Richard. Trophy. All right, All right I like rocket it. Richard. Okay. He's going to beat Marner to the 100-point race. I'm going <laughs> to go get some shawarma. We're wrapping it up there. You don't want to do your draft? Oh, oh the draft? <laughs> Chippy. Oh, we got next next pod. Chippy's just faded out. All right. All right. Faded out. We're All right. Chippy says it's over, so it's over. Sorry, everybody. I'm just starving. Empty stomach. Chippy needs to get himself some shawarma in his belly. 1.15. Been fasting all day. Dude, I don't eat till like 2 o'clock. You got you to gotta, gotta master the art of fasting. I, buddy. Actually, I had a nice I've, coffee. I could fast till 6 if I wanted to. <laughs> also, okay, so just let's finish the pod then. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, all right. Ones where, like, I'm like borderline getting a little bit dizzy big Thanks. shout out to all the people who are supporting uh, buying the merch uh, yeah. we love to see it we love to see all the puck daddies out there tag us if uh, you're rocking the merch at, at the hockey rinks uh, hockey season's here I love it Mason's been getting out to some skates I'm taking uh, Olivia out I'm, I'm coaching uh, it's a good time it is a uh, great time nothing better 
Thanks to all you puck daddies for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week or hear us next week. Peace. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick.